Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Let's get it. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. We do this for you every single day, and however you're joining me today, I'd just like to say thank you. Tune in, iHeart, American Forces Radio, over there affiliates like the Mightier 1090, SportsByline.com, SiriusXM 156, or via podcast. We also usually stream this show on video on twitch.tv slash F4W video and on YouTube, but with everybody being in Chicago for All Out Weekend... (laughs) they will get back to normal tomorrow when Brian Alvarez is back here with me. I'm so incredibly jealous of everybody there. And I know in the the opening there, because, you know, this is what we always say. We'll talk about pro wrestling and mixed martial arts. We're not talking any mixed martial arts today, people, okay? All right, I'll get this out of the way. Vitor Beltfort is now fighting Evander Holyfield, who is replacing Oscar De La Hoya in one of the freak show fights. There, there is your MMA for the day. Out of the way, if that counts as MMA. And we are just talking about professional wrestling. We are talking about All Out and All Out Weekend. Just a, you know, the feeling was palpable. And I said this over the last couple of shows, just watching the streams from Thursday night when the AAW show happened, from that point onward, through the Black Label Pro shows, through the Game Changer shows that took place, it just felt like there was an energy in the air just watching, so I can imagine what it was like in Chicago. And the not only did the show deliver last night as far as the pay-per-view went, they also gave you multiple surprises, multiple bonuses. There was a question over who would debut last night. Everybody was thinking it was probably going to be Brian Danielson. With what was happening with Adam Cole, could it be him? Ruby Soho obviously was floating out in the air to be added to the women's match. And they gave you all of those things. And it ended up capping off a night where everything had its place. A great, well-booked card. And we are going to get into all of that when we get back from break. This is Wrestling Observer Live.
Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. The double play. It's baseball season and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Ready for an oil change? Visit the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to get everything you need. Right now, get five parts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.95 and earn double O rewards points with your purchase. Protect your engine against sludge and wear with Mobile One full synthetic motor oil. On sale now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The pandemic's reminded us we live in a sea of airborne germs that can assault us with every breath. Your nose is the body's first line of defense by helping filter out allergens, bacteria, and viruses before they reach your lungs. But like any air filter, the more clogged up it gets, the less it works. So how do you clean your nose? I'm Martin Hoke, and I didn't invent nasal irrigation. The neti pot's been around thousands of years. But I did invent Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. Navage uses powered suction to flush out mucus and germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you sick. Over 2 million people use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. Navage has over 70,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars because it works and it's easy to use. Go to Navage.com or find Navage at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Now available with eucalyptus for a spa-like experience. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Even putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you. We do this show right here for an hour at a time every single day, but if you want us 24-7, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Sempervivi. The timeline for this show is at WONF4W. The broadcaster is at Sports Byline USA, and if you love pro wrestling, at Mid-Atlantic Pod. Brian Alvarez's Twitter is at Brian Alvarez. He will be back with me tomorrow on this program. He has had a very full weekend. Uh, They had the Q&A session for members of uh, Wrestling Observer and uh, F4WOnline.com. They had that Q&A, which that's why the 
The film crew was out there. That video should be up uh, relatively soon after Jared and everybody gets back next week. The audio of that Q&A is already up for members over at WrestlingObserver.com. And Brian and Dave did a post-show last night, uh, very, very tired in the hotel room after the press conferences and everything that took place after All Out last night. Brian's going to be back. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll be doing a show with Filthy. I guess that may be uh, pushed off until next week. Your new Midwest heavyweight champion for Black Label Pro. As I've talked about all weekend long, Filthy had a hell of a weekend as well, too. Brian and Vinny shows ought to be something this week with everybody making fun of the fact that Brian ate nothing but garbage food in Chicago. So uh, just going to be a full week with everybody getting back and my partner over in the uh, the Big Audio Nightmare podcast over on the site, Adam Summers, took in a lot of shows. He is a Chicago local, and he took in a bunch of shows over the weekend as well, too. He is probably still losing his mind over Minoru Suzuki. He certainly was last night. And uh, there were a lot of people losing their minds because, man, what a show. That was a really, really, really great show last night. AEW All Out. Uh, I, I don't have... You know, I know a lot of big words, and I can put them in the place of crossword puzzles, but when it comes to, like, flowery superlatives to say on the show, I usually don't, and just speak in the most guttural way possible, because, yeah, that's what I'm good at, and I leave that stuff to Brian. But I wish I had some of them right now to, to keep throwing them at this show. I'm sure a WWE hardcore doesn't want to hear this right now, but tough, you have to. You know, the the balance of power... As far as, you know, the grand scale of things is not going to change. WWE is still going to remain the top dog. But for wrestling fans, yeah, AEW just kind of cinched the deal last night. You know, if your your job is to make sure that your crowd goes away happy, yeah, they did that last night. And not only did they do that, they gave them extra bonuses on top of that to, to really make sure and seal the deal as we move into fall here that, hey, this is going to be a show and a promotion that's reckoned with. You know, they were already doing that, but when you add CM Punk and Brian Danielson and Adam Cole into the equation, you know, it's they're, they're sitting in tall cotton right now. That is for sure. Uh, it just it just a, a wild, if you didn't have a chance to see the show last night, uh, after Kenny Omega defeated Christian Cage and held on to the AEW title, uh, the rest of the elite members came out, and of course they, they, they start celebrating, and they start beating down on Christian Cage. Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy run out. Of course, the numbers game is too much for them. They're getting beaten down. And then it's time for a microphone performance by the, the comic book heel that is Kenny Omega, and he grabs the mic, and he dastardly starts talking about the fact that he He's defeated all of his competition, and the only chance to, that anybody has to beat him, they're not in AEW, or they're retired, or they're already dead. Now, I'm not a, a, a BTE watcher, as many of you are out there, but even I knew that reference, and it references the fact that once Adam Cole signed with WWE, and once Kenny Omega kicked him out of the Bullet Club, I believe, in the head. Uh, maybe it was a V-trigger. I'd have to go back and look. But bottom line is, is he was written off of that 
he was killed on being the elite because, well, he was going to WWE. So, well, at least to NXT. He never actually, except for two shows, maybe made it up to main roster proper there. But he was written off of BTE, and that was that. And that's what Kenny Omega referenced there. And then ECW style, the lights completely go out. When they come back on, Adam Cole makes his big debut Comes out, gets a huge ovation. He's wearing an AEW uh, shirt. Graphics the whole nine yards. Big entrance comes out. He goes in the ring. He's facing off with Kenny Omega. He's facing off with the Elite. And his jungle boy starts to stagger to his feet. Uh, As soon as he did that, you knew what was coming. Adam Cole lays him out with a super kick. The crowd just loses it. They start booing. He hugs the Elite. He's standing there mugging for the camera. Big smile on his face. The young bucks come in from both sides. They give him a kiss on the cheek. And you're thinking, oh my God, after all of this goodwill all weekend long, after building everything up so much, here is a great time to be getting heat. You know, people are going to go home happy. They, They feel fulfilled. They had a great week. And damn, we got a debut. We got Adam Cole. And that bastard actually is going back to his Bullet Club ways. He's going back to his heel ways. And we're not going to see a match with him and Kenny Omega because they're going to be on the same side of the ledger. Ah, great time to get heat. And then they go and they salve the wound. After that little swerve, they swerved right back into the lane again. And out comes Brian Danielson. Flight of the Valkyries hits. They can't, you look, they, they can't, everybody wants them to use Final Countdown. Apparently Europe wants a whole lot of money every time that song is played. So there's no way they're doing that. So they go back to Flight of the Valkyries, which is great. Everybody knows that theme anyway. He used a version of it in WWE because he had used a version of it before. So he comes out. The place is absolutely going ballistic and just nuts. And he's standing in there with Jurassic Express. Christian Cage gets back to his feet. And they go and they fight fight the elite. Kenny Omega bails like a coward. He gets out of there as the action starts to go. They go. Brian Danielson's hitting his yes kicks in the corner. Can't remember. I think it was on uh, on Nick Jackson. He then hits a running knee to Nick, and they he bails. Everybody else bails out of the ring, and Brian Danielson is standing there victorious. So just a a hell of a way to go off the air on what was already a rocking show. Uh, Ruby Soho, as I mentioned, debuted uh, earlier on in the night at the Casino Battle Royal. So we had a feeling, even though it was understated with her, that she was going to debut. And we we really figured that somebody was going to make an appearance, and we thought it was going to be Brian Danielson. And they go ahead and do that. We weren't sure. Maybe they leave a debut to come on one of the Dynamites, obviously the one at Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens. That looked like a good time to debut somebody. They don't. They just put it all out there last night. So all three of them debut. They all talk to the media afterwards, and they're all incredibly happy to to be in AEW right now. Get you some of the the comments that were that that took place. Brian Danielson. Uh, this comes from the front page of the Wrestling Observer website. Uh, Brian Danielson said that no one thing led to his choice to join AEW, but ultimately a desire to physically push his limits was a driving force. Quote, I hate to say this, but Vince McMahon and I have a great relationship and I love him. I do. Sometimes he's overprotective of me and I want to be able to push my limits 
unquote, Danielson said at his post-all-out media scrum. Uh, that's one thing I love about this is the physicality of what we do and being able to push my limits. Danielson stated that a desire to have a portion of his life be, quote, wild also contributed to his decision. Uh, he said, I don't know how many of you are married or have kids, but when you're married and have kids, your life becomes a little bit tame. I love it becomes a little bit tame. I can agree to that, Brian Danielson. That's true. And he said, I need one part of my life that's a little bit wild. You know, John Moxley is going through this same exact thing right now, uh, much to the chagrin of Renee Paquette every time she sees her husband do something absolutely nuts, as he did uh, at the GCW show, or sees him exchanging punches with Minoru Suzuki, which we're going to get into after the break. Uh, in fact, after the break, too, Danielson's got a lot more to say, as well as CM Punk, and we got some quotes from Ruby Soho as well, too. So, uh, my name is Mike Sempervivi, and when we get back from the break, more All Out on today's edition of Wrestling Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. 
Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Mike Sempervivi back here with the Wrestling Observer Live Sports Byline Broadcasting Network talking AEW All Out, the debuts, Ruby Soho, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, including the in-ring debut of CM Punk. Just a huge weekend for AEW and a, a big show for them last night. Before the break, we were talking about Brian Danielson and the post-show uh, media scrum that he did. Uh, just speaking about his time in WWE and some of his decisions uh, that, that he talked about as far as making the decision to leave, he did reveal that WWE was going to allow him to do out- things outside of the company, as we have reported here, but he did not specifically state that if he would have uh, went, uh, could he have wrestled in New Japan, could he have wrestled in Mexico? Specifically, he didn't get into that, but he did express a desire to do so. has been talked about many times. Uh, one of his goals has been to work for Arena Mexico, which means he would work for CMLL. I can see that absolutely being the case. I know uh, Dave uh, Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer radio shows is kind of, you know, kind of blown that off a little bit with the state of CMLL. But realistically, for for if you're Brian Danielson, you know, he's going to have a a good opponent. One would think if he goes to Mexico. And that's really the bottom line for his, is he, him, he's, he gets to wrestle a match in Arena Mexico, and that's that. He didn't have to deal with CMLL or its ridiculous politics. He went on to add that, quote, WWE was so gracious to me as far as the offer that they gave me. They were going to let me do some other stuff outside. I really battled back and forth because there's a lot of people there that I consider family that actually are my family. And be, and people that I love there. So it was a really tough decision um, for those of you who have been under a rock. John Laurinaitis uh, is uh, married to uh, Brian Danielson's uh, wife, uh, uh, Bree. Uh, her mother-in-law, for those of you who don't keep up on the, the, the Bree and Nikki uh, Bella show there. So that, that that's how that works. Uh, Danielson that there, said that there was no one tipping point that led to his decision to leave WWE but did point to AEW's Brody Lee tribute show as one of the first things that got him thinking of a move to AEW. In response to a question about the possibility of his wife Bree joining AEW, Danielson downplayed that possibility. He said, That would be very difficult. It was hard for me to go because I have so many ties within WWE. She's very happy there. She has so many business connections there, so I don't know. Brian also addressed the possibility of not leading his signature yes chance as he wants to make certain that doing so would not in any way be a snub to WWE. 
I respect the people that have worked for it before and their intellectual property, Danielson said. The fans doing it is great, but I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. Brian Danielson is a very, very smart man. So from Brian Danielson, we go to Adam Cole, the other guy who debuted there after the uh, the main event of the match. He said, quote, making the decision was a fairly easy one. So that's how he described him joining uh, AEW. Cole said that working in WWE had been his dream since he was a child, but that the passion of the AEW crew and fans helped make his choice to leave and join AEW. He said, when you think about where I was, that was my dream since I was nine years old, but I knew in my heart pretty early on that I wanted to come here meaning AEW. It was no knock against, uh, no knock whatsoever on them, meaning WWE. I had a very excellent four-year experience, but I wanted to come back and work with the crew that loved being around, who I love being around 24-7, a crew that is just as passionate about pro wrestling as I am, and fans that feel the exact same way that we do. According to Cole, he was not anticipating to be a free agent until December but circumstances uh, ended up being quite different. Cole's contract actually came due in June. He revealed the details of his WWE deal and how his new agreement with AEW came together very quickly. Uh, he said, I was under the impression that it was six months later, said he's saying it was a surprise to him, and it was a surprise to them as well. He said, all of a sudden, I went from thinking December was uh, when I was going to start talking about a new contract. All of a sudden, here we were talking about it in three days. Uh, According to Dave Meltzer last night on Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Cole did not actually physically sign his contract until yesterday, even though they had been in negotiations. Speaking of negotiations, when he was asked uh, what it was like meeting with Vince McMahon prior to leaving, he described McMahon as intimidating, but said that their meeting was positive. He said the talk went great, We had a really, really good conversation about a lot of different things. The actual conversation itself was awesome. I had no bad experience with him whatsoever. He is an intimidating man. He definitely commands respect in a lot of ways, but the experience itself itself was totally fine. And we've talked about it here on the show. One of the things that has been a sticking point for lots of, of talent for quite some time has been their outside WWE uh, ventures. One of the biggest ones, of course, being Twitch. And Cole was asked about Twitch in the press conference. He said, it's incredibly important to me. Twitch was sort of something I started over the pandemic and wanted to do for a long time, but I hadn't really taken the time to teach myself. Initially, I really did do it because I like really like video games. But then what started from the Twitch stream was this community of people that would all come together and literally share that passion over video games. I've gotten so many messages from people who are going through a really, really rough time, and the only thing they look forward to at that time were those streams. I feel a connection with a lot of those people, and I know a lot of them by name. Social media can be a really nasty place sometimes, and there is not any of that in the Twitch streams. Remember that, Twitch homies, when we come back uh, tomorrow to this program. You got that? Uh, He said, I still adore doing that, so I'm happy doing it, and I don't plan on stopping any time soon. So those were Adam Cole's uh, comments after last night. Uh, CM Punk also uh, had some some words to say, believing that uh, this moment in wrestling history last night was 
bigger than the WCW Monday uh, WWF Monday Night Wars of the 1990s. He said, I'm not Hogan, I'm not Savage. Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole, they're not the outsiders. I see the parallels, but this is totally different, and I'll go ahead and say, pay, go ahead and say it. People can quote me. They'll be pissed off about it, but to me, this is bigger. I tell you, to the fans there last night, uh, whether it was bigger or not, doesn't matter. It, it, that was 20, however it is, years ago now. This is 20 years later. You know, for everybody that was a fan then, that was their moment. This is the moment for AEW fans last night. And as I've mentioned, they got their money's worth. You got your money's worth on the show last night. That is for sure. The main event, as we mentioned, Kenny Omega defeating Christian Cage. Match won about 22 minutes. The end of it, before all that stuff took place, uh, was was pretty damn awesome. You know, I, I never would have expected Christian to take a... Uh, uh, take a one-winged angel off the top rope. He did. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, Christian went for a kill switch, but uh, he, he went for one, didn't get the, the pin, went for a top rope kill switch, which is what put them into the position for the one-winged angel, angel at the end. A really good match, and also one thing to note, too, you know, if you look at this as far as, you know, your your New Japan eyes and where wins and losses and who they come to actually matter, you know, Christian and Kenny Omega are now still 1-1. Christian is still the Impact Champion. Christian only has one loss, so that's something you can continue. We may be continuing to see play into Christian's character and how they present him, uh, because, again, these things actually should matter. There, Before that match took place was the Paul White QT Marshall match, which went three minutes, and... I know this was a much maligned match. I'll be one of the ones to admit I did too. And it was like, why is this match on the show? And in hindsight, when you look at all of the matches on the show, if you were going to have a come down match, I mean, you know, or the possibility of one, this was it. And I know some people have different philosophies on how to, to book a card and on whether you give people, you know, peaks and valleys and things like that, or whether you just build right up to the top and, and you just don't stop. But, you know, this was a, a good idea to have on the show. And according to, to Dave last night on the Wrestling Observer Radio, this was also put into position in case everybody in on the show, in case the matches went too long, they did have something that they could actually cut and get out of the way. So I don't know if this was scheduled to go three minutes, five minutes, whatever. If, case, if guys somehow went short, this match was going to go a little longer. It doesn't really matter whatsoever. Paul White got rid of the factory members before the match. QT did what he he tried to do, went for a running diamond cutter. Paul White just pushed him off, uh, hit a, a big back body drop. Uh, Solo uh, got pulled up to the apron by White and got chopped down again. He then took uh, Camarado out with a running crossbody. Yes, Paul White. And then uh, choke slam on QT. He got the victory there. And that served as the buffer between the main event and CM Punk and Darby Allen, which... Man, if if timing, there was no better person for CM Punk to come back with and feud with and be involved with than Darby Allen. Just everything about the aesthetic of that thing works. Just everything about it works. And not only does he come back to that, he comes back and he looks like he's forming. You know, in, in AEW, you have a lot of trios and you have a lot of guys in crews of three. You know, you see 2.0 and Daniel Garcia being the most recent example. Well, guess what? I have a feeling that CM Punk and Sting and Darby Allen are going to be that way. 
and they they're perfect together. They really are in a lot of ways. A, a great generational uh again aesthetic to them as they're all standing there. The match itself for Punk coming back after seven years, man, maybe he was a little winded by the end. The match went about sixteen minutes, but he did an excellent job. And Darby Allen, again, the perfect guy for Punk to come back against because Darby Allen, he flies around for you. He can make everything look so believable. He makes things look like they hurt because they probably really hurt. In fact, I know they really hurt because he's been banged up enough times from it. But he, they were an absolute joy to see work together. Darby Allen went for the coffin drop, and CM Punk sat up in what was an incredible moment. The crowd went nuts for that, so... What a great match. Sting came out at the end, and then unlike in WWE where you were waiting for some sort of swerve, it didn't happen. Everybody came out, shook hands, and that was that. So much more to get into, and we will do so after the break. This is Wrestling Observer Live. Hi, Tom Bodette from Motel 6, leaving the light on for the three-dimensional soccer fan. Those cardboard cutouts were feeling a little flat. They didn't even yell goal for as long as possible when we finally scored. Well, while the cardboard you is packed away, the real you can head to the next road game. Motel 6 will help you get back into the action with clean, comfortable rooms at a great low rate. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. The Labor Day events here at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop 40 to 70% off almost everything, plus tanks from $5, shorts from $10, and jeans from $20 through September 7th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Now at Banana Republic Factory, 50 to 70% off almost everything, including fall-ready favorites. Discover essential sweaters, easy denim, and more from $14.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Staples Connect has everything for back to school at amazing prices. Right now, Crayola 12-count colored pencil bonus packs, 10 plus 2 Crayola marker bonus packs, and Staples pencil boxes are just 97 cents each. Plus, Staples 3-ring binders are only $1.88. With savings like that, your student won't just be ready for school, they'll be totally prepped for the first day. Ready. It's 
showtime. Visit your local Staples or staples.com slash back to school today. Ends 918. Limit 30 except no limit on binders. Prices may vary online. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, back here on the show, Mike Sempervivi, Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez will be back with me tomorrow. I wish he was here right now. I woke up fired up. I know I've been scatterbrained and all over the place today, but, uh, man, I just wish I had somebody to to bounce some of this stuff off with today. Uh, I'm sure during the week we're going to be getting a lot of your reactions as well. On my Twitter, at Sempervivi, I did ask a question earlier on today that what is your gold standard of pay-per-view? You know, if you think last night All In became the best pay-per-view of all time, what did it replace for you? Uh, and a little bit later on, I'll be getting to, to some of those uh, responses that I've gotten so far there. But I'd love to know, you know, if you thought Great American Bash 89 or WrestleMania X7 or whatever you thought may have been the or is the best pay-per-view of all time. Uh, I'd love to know what it is because certainly, you know, it's hard to rank them. You know, when they get into a certain echelon, it's like, you know, you can start nitpicking and say, I'd like this one or that one. But bottom line is all that was a great pay-per-view and it certainly sits amongst all of those great ones of all time. We'll get back into the show here. (laughs) MJF and and Chris Jericho, you know, they, they tried to do the best they could to, to put it in everybody's mind that there was a possibility, there was a way that Chris Jericho could lose this match and he would have to retire. But it didn't end up happening. Chris Jericho and MJF. MJF comes to the ring. Everybody thinks it's going to be Jericho. They have the WWE countdown clock that they had for him. It goes off. MJF appears. People are pissed. (laughs) and It was just a a great way to start that match. Uh, It goes about 20 minutes. Jericho gets the victory. Uh... Just a battle for Jericho, putting on the walls of Jericho and MJF, trying to fight it out, trying to fight it out, building the drama, pull it away. Uh, and there was interference earlier on, too. Wardlow and Jake Hager uh, both came off, fought each other, and, and then brawled away from the ring. MJF used the bat and then hit the Judas effect on Jericho, got the victory, but Jericho had put his foot on the ropes. The official, Aubrey Edwards, doesn't see it. Jim Ross is pissed off. And then we had the good part of territorial wrestling. You know, there's always that that dusty finish and they steal it away from the good guys. But no, this time, when you do a finish like that, you got to balance these things out every once in a while. You got to give the people what they want. And they got what they wanted as Paul Turner came to the ring, said, no, (laughs) the foot was on the ropes. So MJF is pissed. They restart the match. Again, what happens, happens. Jericho gets the walls of Jericho. So they still gave MJF a chance to get out of it, even though Jericho's foot was on the ropes. As a heel, he will be going back to that. And uh, I don't know if they'll be going back to this feud right away if it continues on. Uh, But Jericho gets a victory here. He does not have to retire from AEW. A really, really good match. Before that was the Women's Casino Battle Royal, which also went about 20 minutes this was uh, because of the nature of, of of how this thing is. You know, five people at a time get in the ring for the battle royal, so you do have some eliminations, but you do have a lot of spots too, and you have a lot of inexperienced women working in AEW. So sometimes the the thing was all over the place. 
But then Thunder Rosa uh, was inserted into the match, and then ultimately we got the wild card, which was Ruby Soho coming out to Ruby Soho from Rancid. Got a incredible reaction, chanting for her. She said afterwards that she had never had anybody do that before, certainly not at that level. And the fans were going absolutely nuts. It came down to uh, Soho and Rosa. They both, you know, went, went went at each other because they had eliminated Nyla Rose was the, 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 the woman they had gotten out of there. So it comes down to these two women. Ultimately, Soho, uh, Rosa was going for the Death Valley driver. Soho fought out of it, sent her into the turnbuckle, and then ended up eliminating her. Please give me more matches with these. Give me matches with these two. Even having they had a match yet, and I want more of Thunder Rosa and Ruby Soho. Please, and, and I know Britt Baker. I'm not sure if she's right now. She's obviously tied in with Chris Statlander. While that is going on, and I know Serena Deeb is signed to to NWA. Because of that, please, please give me Ruby Soho and Thunder Rosa. Uh, fans are going to react to it. it it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be such a great clinic, I think, for the women. Again, less experienced. They get a chance to watch those two go at it. Ruby Soho has been around for a long time. I know a lot of people probably got her their first view of her as Ruby Wright in WWE. And, you know, there were flashes of brilliance there, but with the way that, that things were set up, you know, it just it went the way that it did and that's why ruby soho's in AEW right now so we're certainly going to be get our money's worth out of uh, out of her for sure we got our money's worth out of the young bucks and the lucha brothers uh this is going to be argued and, and I'd have to pull out a a huge uh, microsoft excel sheet and start checking back on history but people calling it the greatest tag team match of all time I don't know if I'd go that far, but I maybe a tag team match in a cage? No, nah, I can't do that because Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood and Slaughter and Cronoodle. But you know what? That was in 1983, and some of you weren't alive in 1983. So if you want to consider the Lucha Brothers and and, and uh, the, the Young Bucks the greatest tag team match you've ever seen, the greatest tag team match you've ever seen in a cage, I'm completely fine with it. That was the match of the night. This thing absolutely banged and there too much went on in this match to even explain as you could probably imagine for those of you who who didn't see it I mean they 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 did it all actually they didn't do it all because you know there could have been a lot more dangerous spots and we didn't see them we just saw Phoenix be spectacular throughout most of it and there were some some wild things that that took place they had a, a gimmick uh, th- thumbtack shoe that was uh, inserted into the match that 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 scraped open Penta. Uh, the the end came when the Lucha Brothers Nick superkick Penta before Phoenix could uh, do his dive. Phoenix, now, now Phoenix is at the top of the cage. By the way, he had climbed up to the top of the cage. Nick had kind of gone up there after him, and, and Nick uh, got kicked down. Phoenix then hits a crossbody from the top rope. And I know I'm just butchering all of that. And believe me, it's far more spectacular as I'm trying to desperately describe it here. But Phoenix dives down with a crossbody from the top rope on top of everybody. The Lucha Brothers then do their their uh, their finisher for the win. And that was that. The, the crowd went absolutely nuts, just went ballistic. It was an incredible match. This is another one that went about 20 minutes or so. And it was just, it was remarkable. It was by far the match of the night. It was incredible. 
Uh, we did get an angle with Andrade El Idolo and his people saying that it was uh, them that caused Pox travel issues, and that's why the match was off and will be taking place on Friday on Rampage. I said it was going to be taking place on Dynamite on Wednesday. I apologize for that. It's going to be taped on Wednesday for Friday's show. So you're, you're, we're going to get a banger on Friday. So that that's pretty awesome. Uh, before that, Dr. Britt Baker defeated Chris Stantlander uh, in about 11 minutes, uh, retaining the AEW Women's Championship. I have a feeling we're we're not seeing the end of this. I have a feeling this is going to continue. It was a clean victory. Not only was it a clean victory, it was a clean victory with the Pittsburgh Sunrise, the the Panama Sunrise of her man Adam Cole uh, with, with with the Pittsburgh flair on it. She then hit the curb stomp and the lockjaw to get the submission victory. So again, I mean, maybe maybe they are moving on from this. I'd actually like to see more of them go at it, but it was a clean victory uh, for Britt Baker. The crowd, there's another one, the crowd went nuts. She was standing on the top rope, and for a second, it's like she was standing up there. You know, it was like three seconds, but it feels like, you know, 30 and it's like, is she is she going for this? Is Statlander's bent over? And then she jumps down, and, and they they go through, do the sunrise, and, yeah, the, the crowd went absolutely nuts. This is after them going absolutely nuts for the debut of Minoru Suzuki in AEW. John Moxley defeats Satoshi Kojima. Uh, a really cool match. Again, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, if you, you can't sleep on Satoshi Kojima. Just one of the a Western fan's best friends from way, way back when he first came to the first incarnation of MLW. He's come over. He's worked CMLL. He's gone to RevFro. He's gone to Ring of Honor. He loves coming over. He loves seemingly the, his, his fan base, uh, his English-speaking fan base, and his international fan base. So this had to be a huge thrill for him on a pay-per-view of this level in the States, facing off against John Moxley. Moxley gets the victory after the match. The strains of Kazani Nare start to play. Out comes Minoru Suzuki, and the crowd went nuts. Not only did he get in the ring, not only do we get a face-off, then they start going at it. And that was awesome. Suzuki ends up uh, knocking Moxley onto his rear end, hits the gotch-style pile driver, leaves him laying, walks away victorious. That is awesome. Later on, we find out that match will be taking place in Cincinnati on Wednesday night. So certainly my main event for that show has already been established. John Moxley and Minoru Suzuki, they've already gone at it in New Japan, but a lot of people haven't seen that. And even if you have seen that, it's Murder Grandpa Minoru Suzuki. Don't you want to see him go out there and do some more? So that's going to be awesome. The crowd pop he's going to get doing his entrance on Wednesday night, even in, in Moxley's hometown of Cincinnati, is going to be something else. So that match banged. The opener, Miro and Eddie Kingston, 13-29. Miro gets the victory. Uh, (laughs) There was the Eddie Kingston uh, redeemed these. Uh, I won't go through and say what it was, but uh, Miro ended up redeeming those. Gets a a low blow uh, on Eddie Kingston. Uh, Ultimately, uh, hits the bicycle kick after he does, gets the victory there. So Miro, still your TNT champion. I have a feeling that is not going to end, and it was speculated last night on Wrestling Observer Radio. Now that you've done all of the debuts, what can you really do to pop a bunch of people in Queens and New York City who are going to be going to that show? 
How about Eddie Kingston winning the TNT Championship? So, you know, I, I I love the thought of that. I love the idea of that. I just, I think it's great. I think Eddie Kingston's great. I think AEW is great for signing Eddie Kingston. You know, finally somebody, you know, bigger than just the, the indie level saw the greatness in that dude, saw the fan base that he had, saw what he can bring to the table, and he and Miro going at each other. Oh, man, that, that just absolutely awesome. The pre-show match, the buy-in match, Jurassic Express and Best Friends defeated the Hardy family office. So that was that there. The biggest news coming out of that was the fact that the Butcher returned, attacked Orange Cassidy with a power bomb. They all tried to cut Orange Cassidy's hair, but the Babyface Locker Room, Top Flight, Dark Order, Varsity Blondes all came out, ran them off. So... Uh, maybe it's leading to, to something, uh, hair versus hair with, with Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy. <laughs> that could be, I guess, a, a new spin on proceedings there to see Matt Hardy get embarrassed. I don't, you know, on paper, I can see people kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want to see that. But to see Matt Hardy get embarrassed at the end or something like that, and, and, and maybe not the worst idea in the world. We got to see how that one's going to be playing out. Also coming up on Wednesday, they did announce that Ruby Soho uh, would be debuting on the show. She's got that title uh, shot against Britt Baker now in her pocket. Also on the show, Malachi Black and Dustin Rhodes. Uh, Dustin Rhodes now the third Nightmare family member to attempt to get revenge for Cody uh, and Arn Anderson after being laid out by Malachi Black. Man, I'll get into some of the responses that I got uh, for uh, what was the greatest pay-per-view of all time before this. And I think I'm going to get out of this show without speaking about Monday Night Raw at all. Huh, too bad, too, on a, on a day that they actually have announced some matches for the show. Oh, well, their loss. But we'll see. Maybe I have a little bit of time. Maybe I won't. We'll be back. Wrestling Observer Live. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, 
just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, back here on the show, Mike Sempervivi, Wrestling Observer Live. Got a, got a lot of great responses to my Twitter, at Sempervivi, as far as what you think the greatest pay-per-view of all time is, or if All Out replaced it, what did you think the greatest pay-per-view of all time was? Great American Bash 89 got a lot of responses. SummerSlam 02, the first one-night stand. ECW Heat Wave 98. WrestleMania X7, the Tokyo Dome, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, uh, a couple different responses on now, you know, which Wrestle Kingdom people like the most. So uh, SummerSlam 91, if I didn't mention that one already, Canadian Stampede. So Money in the Bank 2007, Wade, plain and simple. I'd have to go back and watch that one. Same thing with Chikara's High Noon. That didn't even come from Paul. You imagine what Paul thought about that one. Uh, again, Russell Kingdom 9, another one there for that. So, uh, again, regardless of where you rank all of those shows or where you put AEWs all out, it doesn't matter. They all sit in a in a special place, and it, it definitely was a, a special card and a special weekend, all coming to an end. Raw is tonight. We will be getting into that surely tomorrow. Charlotte and Nia Jax, a rematch of their infamous match that they had. Do they play off of that? Uh, do we see a fresh slate? <laughs> what are we going to get? Uh, we're also got Drew against Sheamus, so that should be a, a match that bangs there, hopefully tonight. Women's tag titles, Natty and Tamina against Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. We have a tag team turmoil that uh, includes AJ and Almost, which makes sense that they would win so they could go and have a rematch against Team RK Bro. And uh, what is scheduled to be a match right now, whether it takes place in a ring or is pre-taped and takes place at, like, I don't know, a funhouse or something like that. Reggie defends the 24-7 title against Akira Tozawa. So that is that. Hey, I want to thank everybody for joining me for these solo shows over the last three days. Two on the byline, one for subscribers only over at WrestlingObserver.com. 
and I look forward to talking to you with Brian Alvarez tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody.